your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Our Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Kerry Davis, Randy Carrick with you. JR, good morning. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hey, and it just so happens I have the fifth question that was going to be used in the fight today, but it did not make the cut. I have it right here. Okay, I want to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. How many blades of grass are there at Bush Stadium? <laughs> that would have fit right in. I don't know how that one did. I don't know how that one missed the cut. That's a good how you question. Doing, I'm doing well, JR. How are you? Hey, doing great. It was awesome to listen to that interview yesterday with uh, Frank Viverito. I texted him afterwards and, uh, you know, told him just thank you so much for what you've done for the region over the years. He's been terrific. And, yeah, I wish uh, after covering Illinois football for four years, Kerry, and writing some stories about you. I wish uh, wish the Illini would have pulled one of those out. I do, too. I, I still do. It's, it's been years now, JR, and it, it, still stay, it still sits with me, and it's, it's an unpleasant feeling. So hopefully <laughs> when we start the rivalry back, we can, we can get a win or two or, or just one. I don't know. <laughs> hey, yeah, Jay. yeah. No, hey, and a quick funny one, too, is after uh, Ron Turner left, uh, was it Ron Zook was next, and everybody remembers when he came to his press conference and he said uh, – I'm glad to be at Illinois. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, this is a bad deal. (laughs) Glad to be at Illinois. Oh, 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 are you? I I remember not too long after that, I was at Bush Stadium for a Cardinal game, and I get a phone call, and it's from the Illinois SID. And I guess it was maybe Kent Brown or Cassie. And they hand the phone to Ron Zook. And so now I got Ron Zook on the phone. He says, Jeremy, and he didn't know me. He just found out that I was a reporter covering the team. He goes, I just got to ask you one thing. And I said, yeah, what's up, Coach Zook? And he said, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. And I said, oh, this ain't going to be any good. This is unbelievable. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and, there, and there we go with the line eye football. Got to love it. <laughs> got to love it. So, Jr. the Athletic is doing their annual uh, fan confidence survey. And ordinarily, the Blues do pretty well. St. Louis Blues fans have a healthy level of confidence in Doug Armstrong. I got to believe, and I, I want to know because you get a lot of reaction from Blues fans with your mailbag. Do you think that Blues confidence in the front office has waned this offseason? You know, uh, I would say maybe a touch, but we did that survey a couple of months ago. I mean, it was closer after the regular season ended, and some of the writers are getting to their fan surveys now, but uh, we did ours. And, uh, you know, I think it fell in line with most seasons. You know, Doug Armstrong got some fives, uh, mostly fours, maybe a few more threes this year uh, than usual. But I, I think overall uh, it was right there in line. And you know what? I'm trying to recall. Uh, I, I believe this was done 
before free agency. So, you know, that could change opinions based on uh, what happened throughout that period. JR, uh, goaltending seemed to be a, a bit of a touching point last season. What can we expect from him going forward? And, and is Jordan Bennington healthy, and, and will he be the, the guy that is going to be able to help us out? Yeah, that's the biggest question, I think, of the entire team is, is how is Jordan Bennington going to perform? Uh, you know, he'll come back from that, that collision with Nazem Kadri. We can all sit here and wonder what would have happened if he would have been healthy throughout that postseason. You know, that would have been something to see. Uh, but he's going to come back. And you got to believe, Kerry, you being an athlete, you know, after an athlete goes through uh, what he did, losing his job, everybody's chanting, who's at the game? You know, mm-hmm. Jordan Bennington has to hear that, knowing that it's his job and he's got the big paycheck and everything. You know, I, I would just think that it would have to set you off that offseason uh, to do everything you can and come back and be that guy again. And so, you know, I can't sit here and say he's going to be, but I would think that he's put himself in that position. And, you know, I hope to touch base with Jordan Bennington in the coming weeks and kind of see where his mind's at entering the season. JR, do you think the Blues have an idea of an estimated time of arrival for both of their young, inexperienced goalies? Yeah, you know, I think with uh, with Joel Hofer, he's he's – He's got the talent for sure. We've seen it at the American Hockey League level. Um, but I think you look at the age, and I don't want to judge everything on age with goaltenders, but, I mean, you can look at the, the large majority of them, Randy, and they don't make it until they're at least 23, 24, 25, somewhere in there. You look at Billy Huso and how long it took him, and look, he's 27. That's what allowed him to go into unrestricted free agency. Uh, you look at Jordan Biddington. I know he was a different example just because of his story. Uh, but it was uh, you know mid twenties before uh, he was able to come up and, and make a dent. And so with Holfer, what is he? Just twenty two. I still he's think he's going to turn twenty. Yeah, just turned twenty two. Yeah, so he's got to put some time in the American Hockey League. You know, Charlie Lindgren had such a good season that they had to go to him a lot this year. So I know Holfer got some games, but maybe not as many as uh, as you as you'd hope. But uh, Holfer definitely in the Blues' future. And then with uh, Cody Ellis, he kind of bounced back and forth between the American Hockey League and the uh, ECHL this year. They got a great setup up there. Uh, Kevin McDonald told me before uh, he left the organization. Uh, so it, it allows for the goalie to bounce back and forth like a Cody Ellis. So he's definitely, you know, a lot further away than Joel Hofer. JR, uh, Jordan Cairo is a name that, that was popping a lot last season and uh, 27 goals and, and really ascending in his, in his play. What can we expect from him going into his fifth season this year? What, what, what do you see from him? Yeah, CD, I think that uh, this guy can be a star player. And I think he was – at that level, the first half of last year, you know, I think he, he slid a little bit in the second half. You can talk about the reasons. Was that, you know, a situation where uh, the season got long? That was his first 82-game season in the NHL. You know, did he get a little too hot for his britches? He goes and wins the fastest skater competition. He's got all these points. He's in line for this big contract. You know, you don't know. But the thing we have to see to answer your question with him is the consistency. And it's not just the the points. I realize there's a lot of offensive guys in the league. There's been a lot in St. Louis who, hey, they put up the points. You cut them some slack on the D. Uh, but in today's NHL, you got to get back. You got to play D. Uh, we got to see the effort. The one thing that really stuck with me that Craig Bruby said is, hey, you got this speed. You got to use it. Like that's the that's what can help you break up plays. And he wasn't doing that on a number of occasions last year. So more consistency from Jordan uh, Cairo from ECD. Jr. When you, when you talk about getting back on defense, I, I I think of it in I think of it as basketball. How how frustrating is that for teammates when you got a, a four on three break and you got guys kind of just taking it easy, getting back on the defensive end? 
You know, I got a a perfect response for that. Uh, So we were in a scrum out at the Blues practice facility, and David Perron, the now former Blue David Perron, was being interviewed by about five or six of us reporters. And obviously I can't ask the question specifically to Jordan Cairo because David Perron's just not going to answer that. So I, you know, as a a reporter, you kind of got to gum it up a little bit and and make it a little uh, generic. And I said – Hey, David, uh, you know, if you had a younger player who has a ton of speed, who wasn't getting back on D, like, how do you handle that? He said, uh, I might have to answer that question a different time, not here. (laughs) 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 I couldn't, I couldn't even slide that one by him. So, uh, so yeah, no, it definitely, definitely is is seen by teammates and and I'm sure, uh, you know, talked about behind closed doors. Hey, JR, when we talk about line combinations, in, with the departure of David Perron, does Kairou, you think, go with O'Reilly? Kairou and, and Thomas play so well together, but Kairou is a right-handed shot. Could he be with O'Reilly, perhaps? Yeah, I think we're going to see so much uh, back and forth mixing and matching, but to start out, I think it's it's interesting. You know, I had to put the line combinations together a few uh, months ago and update it, you know, when guys come and go. And right now I got Kairou next to Thomas just because of that chemistry. You know, we've seen them play so well together. Who could forget that goal down in Nashville? Uh, they, they teamed up on late in the game to win that one. Um, you know, I think they got some chemistry. I think Craig Bruby's going to look at that. But yeah, definitely. When you're talking about you know O'Reilly and Sa- uh, at O'Reilly and Thomas as your top two centers, you know I think Tarasenko and Cairo, assuming uh, you know Tarasenko is on the roster, I think they'll be bouncing back and forth between those two guys. Well, that was going to be my next question. What what is the the prospects of, of Tarasenko being here, and and if he is here, what can we expect as far as being paid or or moving forward with this? Yeah, at, at this point, uh, you know, all, all we can do is sit here and, and go by what uh, we see happening, you know, with the team around the league uh, and what Doug Armstrong says. And he says that uh, he envisions Vladimir Tarasenko on this team. But I will say this, every time you see an injury around the league, uh, it makes you wonder. So, for example, Car- Carolina the other day had Max Pacioretty go down with an Achilles. And so he's going to be out, uh, I believe, six months, you know, not saying that Tarasenko is the equivalent of a Pacioretty, but he's a top six forward who can score. They were counting on that scoring from Pacioretty. So does that put them in a situation where they reach back out to the Blues? I know those teams have have talked in the past. Uh, You just don't know. At this point, though, because David Perron is now gone, I don't know that you can afford to lose Tarasenko if you're Doug Armstrong unless there's a top six forward, you know, coming back. And if there is, you know, he's probably not 7.5, so how do you make it work? So uh, as we sit here today, even though this could change in a couple of days, blockbuster deal, you know, I see Tarasenko on this team for opening night. Hey, JR, one more thing from me, and there's a trend with the Blues, where when they sign guys to long-term extensions, usually it's before, the year before, they have an opportunity to get to free agency. When uh, Alexander Steen signed, it was a year before. Robert Thomas this year, when Braden Shen signed. Falk obviously was a, a unique situation, but they did sign him a year before he could get to free agency. Pareko, Bennington, would you anticipate that if... Ryan O'Reilly is going to sign an extension with the Blues. It'll be either during training camp or early in the season. So if I had to pick one, I would say yes. Uh, I'm not saying that is going to happen, but if I had to pick one, I'd say yes. Because uh, actually Brandon Kiley reached out to me a couple weeks ago and he said, isn't that the case? Like, haven't there been a lot of signings with these guys the year before? And I went back, RK, and looked at it, and, and it certainly was. I mean, you look at Braden Shen, he was the year before. Colton Franco the year before. You know, you mentioned one. So there, there's every time there's been a big-ticket player that the Blues have re-signed to an extension, it has happened the year before the final season left on his contract. And interestingly enough, 
if the player didn't get signed, like a Petrangelo, like a Perron, those guys have been gone. So, I mean, you can almost look at every single top player for the Blues, and that's been the case a year before or not signed at all. So, you know, if you had to pick one today, I'd say signed before. Uh, but uh, I have no information on, on that deal being anything uh, imminent. And virtually, mathematically, no chance that they could extend both O'Reilly and, and Tarasenko. No, I think that would be tough, especially with the Cairo deal. So somebody would have to uh, leave. And listen, I'm not. I don't think that uh, you know O'Reilly's going to seven million plus. Uh, you know, Tarasenko did have the 82 point season. You know, I'm sure he's looking to get paid. Uh, he, he's 31, so perhaps he could be in a seven to eight million dollar range on a couple few year deal. I'm not sure, but you know, definitely with Jordan Cairo on the horizon. Uh, even if you don't think he's going to get the Robert Thomas money, $8 million, he's definitely going to be a guy uh, who, who that, it would make it too prohibitive to have all three of those guys back. JR, always great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. I-L-L. Thanks, Kerry. I-N-I. <laughs> See you later. Our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford, from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Coming up. A quick note on whether or not we're seeing the end of LeBron James' career. That's coming your way on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.